You know what you have not gotten to take nearly enough advantage of thanks to coronavirus? What it, what I haven't or everybody in general? You. Me. Specifically. What? The uh, fact that you have a built-in designated driver for oh, nine months and we're almost halfway through this pregnancy. And like, since we don't go out anywhere, I mean, you've been drinking beer, but in the house. Yeah. So, um, we, I feel like we need to go like find a park or something and you should just get really drunk and then I should drive us home. Just so I can say that, oh yeah, it was great when she was pregnant. I got <laughs> wasted. She hauled me home. Even if it's just once in the parking lot of a closed Chick-fil-A on a Sunday afternoon. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for those chocolate chip cookies that you can buy that come in the little sheets of 12, and then you can just break off two, and you can have two chocolate chip cookies every single night for a week, and they're fresh baked, and they're so good. You know what's weird about those is, do you think that, because I'm a raw cookie dough lover and I haven't eaten it in a while for obvious reasons, but um, I think that the slicing of it, the sliced ones are better when they're raw. Um, I'm not a raw cookie dough aficionado like you are, so I prefer a warm, soft-baked chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. But. I like raw. Raw dough. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded really weird. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for dinner on the patio last night. We had yesterday a meeting about the upside uh, and all things Callie and Jeff going into the second half of 2020. Like everybody else, this year is is going the the complete opposite of how we expected it to go. So we decided to, uh, on the first day of the second half of the year, sit down and kind of have a team meeting. So Callie and I, uh, she broke out a whiteboard. I did. She wrote some, some ideas up on it. Then we expanded on those. We had a conversation and it was a really productive meeting. And I thought while the meeting was going on, how great it would be if, if personal, disputes could be resolved in the same way as a business meeting. And I was thinking, obviously, specifically for Callie and I, because we're married, like, what if we handled marital differences in the same way we handled yesterday's meeting? Life would be terrific. Now, I feel like you need to give a little context into the meeting. Um, Well, first of all, Jeff made me the boss. Well, you just have more leadership qualities than I do. Natural leadership qualities. Which is funny because I don't see that in myself at all. Um, But so Jeff is like, I need a plan. I need a thing. So I did the whiteboard and wrote down. I thought it through for days. I thought about, okay, what's the proper way to execute this? And I was like, yeah. So I went in knowing what to do. And Well, I think that's to cut you off real quick. But if we're talking about the comparing this to personal things, I think going right into it and knowing your strengths and weaknesses is part one. 
Yeah. So we basically went into it and said we broke it down into categories and stuff like that. And one of the things that we spent a lot of time talking about is, okay, what are you good at? What am I good at? And what do we need to like hire someone? Like, what do we need to find someone to fill a void that neither one of us are good at? Right. And also, what are we really, really bad at that the other person might not be good at, but we're so bad at it that they're whatever. But it was just a very frank talk about like, hey, uh, you have to take charge of this because you're better at making long-term plans and seeing them through. I am too, like, I think a plan is great today. And then seven days later, I've moved on to something else that I think is great. I'm always a fan of the next shiny object, right? And Jeff's a creative brain. Yeah. And Callie's more, let's make a plan. Let's execute the plan, whatever. And I think if you could go into personal relationships, being acutely aware of what your strengths are and what other people's strengths are, and you just put them on the table at the beginning, how much more productive would those meetings be? Well, but I think the way that you would go into it in a relationship, because there's a slight difference and the subtlety, the difference is when we're having relationship conversations, because I think a lot of our relationship conversations are kind of like this. And I gave one of my girlfriends this advice a couple of days ago. You heard me give her this advice is to start the conversation by saying, I'm not good at this or I need your help with this or whatever. So, but the theme is recognizing strengths and weaknesses. So coming to the table and saying, I'm not so great at this, but you really are. And I love that. So I could really use your help with X, Y, Z. Well, that was the second thing on my list is being open to ask for help, right? Mm -hmm. Like being able to say, like, I think so many times people get into personal arguments And at no point do they want to give the other person advantage and an advantage in that argument by admitting their own weakness. Right. But I don't think there's anything wrong with me saying, I need you to be the leader because I need you to execute (laughs) the, all right, just so y'all know, (laughs) you know, we recorded this in our living room and a fly got into the house. And in the middle of me talking about, asking for help, Lily jumped up on the couch next to Callie and started trying to, to bite the fly out of the I wonder if you can hear it on the audio, the teeth chatter of like. Yeah, that was Lily. That was Lily. Um, she's running around the house trying to catch this fly. So you might hear some Sorry. eye noises. <laughs> um, Keep it a professional. But what I was saying is, um, look, I came to Callie and said, hey, I, I need help because we need to come up with a plan for the next 90 days. That's not my strong suit. You're better at that. So here's what I think our goals should be. Now you tell me what I need to do to help us get there. Make sense? Mm -hmm. And I think in personal relationships, if you can take the armor off and drop the guard long enough to say, part of the problem here is that I need your help. Like we're in this together and I need your help. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about helping each other. Mm -hmm. I just think it would be. You know, and then the third thing that I thought we did that was really good at the meeting that would help in personal meetings, like whatever. Am I being ridiculous? No, I don't think it's ridiculous at all. And I think this is like a great learning process for us because we are really new in this whole owning your own business thing. And we've been like a little bit chickens, like chickens with our head cut off. Um, The final thing is that I thought we did really well was you wrote down the plan at the end of the meeting and said, okay, 
here's what we're going to do. And then I think, I can't remember how we left it, but I think tomorrow we'll probably go back, review it, make sure it still makes sense. And then we start executing it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that'll live there. It was like a 60 day plan. So we have on a whiteboard, what the 60 day plan is and a place where we can both see it. And then, you know, so we're both leaving the meeting on, or the conversation, I should say, um, leaving the conversation on the exact same page. And I think if in personal conversations, fights, arguments, disputes, resolutions that need to be made, if it sounds like it's so formal and impersonal, but how great would it be if after you have an argument with somebody and you resolve it, mm -hmm. then you say, okay, just so we're on the same page, you are going to whatever it is, empty the dishwasher, take out the garbage and get up with the baby before 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. That's our agreement. I am going to get up with the baby after 4 a.m., cook breakfast, and make lunch for the older kids. Right? We're in agreement. Right? That, right? And then mm -hmm. you document it. And then there's no confusion. Right. And then you're both working towards the exact same goals. So, yeah, everybody's working towards one goal, which makes arguing a lot easier because when the end goal is the same, you all want the same thing. Is that stupid? Did I just waste like eight minutes of time by talking. I don't think so. I think okay. it's great. I think it's really smart. Because it just seems now saying it out loud and revisiting it like that, it almost feels like I'm trying to formalize arguments in a relationship. I don't think so too. I think okay. it's trying to be, I think it's bringing, what you're doing is bringing logic to arguments and trying to, because look, arguments with emotion really hardly oh, ever oh, get oh. anywhere. Let me do, let me, can I say something? Yes. Okay. I can wrap this up and make myself feel better about bringing okay, it Okay, good. Up. Go. I think the reason that, that this is important now is you have a conversation with your significant other and say, hey, next time we've got an issue to resolve, next time we feel a fight brewing, let's handle it like a business meeting. Mm -hmm. So you set so rather than wait until the fight starts and then go, wait a minute, let's write up an agenda and set a meeting time. You agree to it right now and go, let's try to handle our next fight like a business meeting. Are you in? Yeah, I'm in. Are you in? Yep, I'm in. Mm -hmm. And then you do the three steps where you confess your weaknesses, you ask for help, and then you document the, the plan going forward. And if you agree to it now, it won't be weird when it comes up later. Now I feel better about bringing it up. Thank you. Next and agenda item on the show. Mike dropped. Um, okay, I have a beautiful human alert, which I feel like we haven't done in a little bit. So I'm excited about this one. This is so dang cute. Um, this was in New Jersey, and there was a woman who was a dog owner, and it's an owner of like a big dog, like a hundred pound plus dog. And the dog got super dehydrated in the middle of a hike. And you know what it's like when you're hiking. Like a lot mm -hmm. of times there's nothing around for my like, especially if you're deep in the hike. Like you can't just be like, Oh, and the scary, let's walk back to the car. The scary thing is about stuff like that is when dogs get hurt on a hike, they don't like, they just lie down. Right. Like the, the hike is just over for them. They're not like, Oh, which way do we come from? Let's start walking back out. Right. Let's start limping out to the, whatever. So the dog, um, was super struggling. And this couple who was like watching this all play out, saw a park ranger who literally loaded the dog on his back and carried it to like a pond and then helped like get it, like get the dog wet and like a little more. Cause I don't know, is that a dog thing also? What's Where if that? dogs get dehydrated, not only do they need to drink water, but 
like Lily's been dehydrated before and we gave her a cold shower. Well, that wasn't dehydration. Lily. Um, that was heat. That was heat exhaustion. Yeah. So maybe that. But given the way the weather's been the past week, it could have easily been both. Oh, no, it did say heat exhaustion. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, so anyways, took it down to a stream put water all over it and then carried it to safety. Cause this woman, like the owner was with it, but she just couldn't carry the heavy dog that far. So was it, are we talking like miles that he hiked with this dog on his back? It doesn't say it said it was a huge rocky hill. Um, and then he had to, he had to, at one point the hill was so steep that he had to walk all the way down backwards. So he didn't fall. Aww. So it doesn't say his first name. Um, Cause I think on your Ranger badge, you probably have like, First initial, last name. But Kay Salapak from New Jersey, you are a beautiful human. We have merchandise for sale at CallieandJeff.com. In case you didn't know, um, we have some teeth. It's Throwback Thursday. What? It's Throwback Thursday. What's that mean? It's Thursday, so we can say, like, it's a Throwback Thursday. But what does that have to do with merchandise? Because it's our, um, it's like Keep Moving Forward merchandise. It's our OG oh, merchandise. yeah. Um, so I got really excited. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so we have um, merchandise for sale. Go to CallieandJeff.com and click on the merch tab. We have like wine glasses and we have a lot of T-shirts and uh, cool stuff up there. Uh, here's the thing. Our, our old throwback stuff, our Keep Moving Forward T-shirts that I had several years ago and some bracelets that Callie designed to years ago mm -hmm. um, are all branded with Jeff Dollar and Callie Dollar. Like they're not branded Callie and Jeff, which is our brand. Yeah. So we have to clear those out of the store in order to make room for new stuff. So all of the Keep Moving Forward stuff and the Cali Dollar bracelets, all of those are currently on sale at 50% off. Which is a big thing. Because it's Throwback Thursday. Because it's Throwback Thursday. And we don't really do sales, which I'm sure some sort of like big wig at Target would say is dumb. But um, Jeff's kind of philosophy this whole time with our merchandise is why don't we just make it the lowest price we can make it? out of the gate instead of making it really high and then always doing sales. So we really don't do sales. So this is like a sale, like get it, take it out of the warehouse. We have had it for way too long because we forgot about it when we moved. And um, now Port Merchandise has it all. So and we need the shelf space in their warehouse for new items that we'll have coming this month and next month. So just go buy it. Uh, so it, and it's really cool stuff. It's great stuff and uh -huh. super awesome quality. We wear our keep moving forward stuff around here all the time. So so CallieandJeff.com, click on the merch tab, get their ASAP because it is going quickly. And if you haven't been there before, take a look at all the other stuff that we have available. We would love for you to uh uh, own and wear proudly that stuff and, and advertise to the world that you're a member of this community because we love having you here. And I know we're not supposed to pick favorites, but um, just saying, since we're all spending a little more time in our house, I know you wouldn't think about buying a sweatshirt in July, but um, our Callie and Jeff hoodie is like the softest thing ever. So just saying, it's one of my favorites. I wear it every day. CallieandJeff.com, the merch tab. Today's quote of the day is, you never know how strong you are until being strong is your only choice.
Would you believe me if I told you there's something you could do today that could save you thousands of dollars over the coming months? It's possible. If you've got high interest credit cards that you're carrying a balance on, you can consolidate those into a low interest loan from Lightstream and save money, even thousands of dollars. You can get a fixed rate credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream at starting at 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Now, that's less than the average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. You can get a loan starting at $5,000 all the way up to $100,000, and there are no fees. Your application is 100% online, and your money can be transferred to your bank account, sometimes in the same day. People with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver at Lightstream. Listeners of The Upside can apply for a special interest rate discount and save even more by going to lightstream.com slash upside. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes a 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply. Offer subject to change without notice. Lightstream.com slash upside for more information. If you're like me, the hardest part of getting on board with a company like Third Love, who does bras, but all online, um, is the thought of not going into a store and spending an hour trying on different things, because that's just the way that it's always been done. Um, so I was kind of a skeptic before I was a paying customer of theirs, thinking, okay, this is going to take me like five different times to return something, and this is going to be a whole thing. But I braced myself for a long and painful journey with trying trying to move my bra buying online. I went to thirdlove.com and you can go to thirdlove.com slash upside. I found my perfect fitting bra based on answering their questionnaire. And the first one that was sent to my house was the right fit. So I am here to tell you, this is Cali approved. I love this company. Their return policy is incredible. So if you don't wind up with the right fit or it's not just right and they want it to be perfect for you, you can contact them and you can even wear the bra and wash it and within 60 days decide you don't like it. They will give that bra to another woman in need. They even have a text customer service line, which they'll give you um, with your order. It comes in the box and it is a game changer. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside and get 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash upside. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Brooklinen was the first direct-to-consumer betting company. They've got 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. They deliver luxury products without luxury markups. So whatever sheets or bedding that you need, they've got you covered. And their linens, all of them, are come with a lifetime warranty. So you have nothing to worry about. That's how confident they are in their products. Callie and I have a Brooklinen duvet cover and Brooklinen sheets on our bed. It looks like a hotel room bed. It's beautiful. And the sheets get softer with every single wash. Brought new life and feeling into our bedroom can do the same for you. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping, but you got to use the promo code upside at brooklinen.com. 
That's 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code UPSIDE at B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Brooklyn and Sheets are the perfect place to start making your mornings great. Everything you need to live your most comfortable life, Brooklyn and. Feeling so good about this. Very confident, are we? So good about this one. This is a great noise for Name That Noise. It's going to be difficult to guess. It's a specific noise that we're going to require a specific answer for. He did not have me pre-approve it. No. So I have not heard it. I feel I feel really, really good about it. Uh, the prize, again, is an Amazon Echo. I probably should have purchased like 10 of them to see if we got a discount, considering how quickly I'm going through them. And $100, uh, $100 cash. So uh, the way it works is we're going to play a noise for you. If you think you know what this noise is, you go to, or you send a text message, the word noise, to 800-434-5454. And then every day we pick somebody who texted within the past 24 hours to participate in the contest. That's how you enter. So uh, are you ready to hear the newest Name That Noise noise? I am ready. That is good. Go ahead, smarty pants. What do you think it is? Do it one more time. Um, you want me to guess now? Yeah, go ahead. Go guess now if you <laughs> if you think that you know what it is. Go ahead. Well, and I'm guess. not as confident and cocky as you are, but I do have a guess. Is it um you turning the pepper grinder? No. Okay, so there's the first guess. It is out of the way. If you think that you know what it is, text the word NOISE to 800-434-5454, and we might call you. All right, here are the three random things for today. Number one, for the sixth straight year, America has chosen Chick-fil-A as their favorite fast food restaurant. Uh, Chick-fil-A is number one for fast food, followed by Chipotle then by Arby's, then Domino's, then Dunkin'. Now, what um, what drama did you have with Chipotle? I have never, I have known Jeff for eight years. I have, we have never eaten at Chipotle ever, not once. And it's because you have, why are you mad you, at them? You can't be a restaurant that sells burritos and has chips and salsa, but not sell queso. Oh, it, yeah. Now they have queso now, I think. We still have any. We still have the reason either. that I didn't love it, and now I'm not eating a lot of rice. But when I was in college, I didn't love it because I hate cilantro, and they put cilantro in their rice. Oh, like standard, like it's mixed in. So if you and I used to love like getting rice with my burritos, you know, when I was eating like a college kid. Callie's one of those cilantro people hate it. who hate it. Even if there's one flake of cilantro in a bowl of soup, she can tell she's like, there's cilantro in this. We had um, dinner the other night and that it was like not seasoned, topped, garnished with cilantro. It was dumplings, right? Yeah. And it was garnished with cilantro. And I got seriously like a fingernail, so, like, I mean, tiny 
little bit of a stem of cilantro. And I was like, I, I was like wiping it off the plate. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I taste cilantro in this. He's is like, it, Callie, there's no cilantro. Yes, there is. Does it taste like soap? That's it doesn't good. taste like soap. It just tastes like it totally ruins the flavor of whatever it is that I'm eating. Totally unnecessary. It's gross. Uh, also uh, on the list, Arby's, Domino's, and Dunkin'. I wouldn't consider Domino's a fast food restaurant. They're a pizza delivery chain. I also wouldn't consider Dunkin' a fast food restaurant. Jeff also doesn't like Arby's. Um, I don't have a problem with Arby's. I just, it's not the, we have the meats campaign. It just doesn't. Really? I love that campaign. We've got the meats. I think it's funny because I love that guy's voice. It always reminds me of Finding Nemo. And um, I like how, remember the fish one they did not that long ago that was like, Oh, it was like meats of, meats of the sea or something. No, it was like uh, they zoomed in on their own sandwich. And then there was like another quote unquote competitor sandwich, which I would assume is the McDonald's fish filet going behind it. And it's like, yeah, you see it. Don't even worry about that other sandwich. And it was just like slow-mo of the McDonald's sandwich passing in the background. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah don't even worry about that. I know <laughs> that uh, I'm in the minority on this, but I enjoy a McDonald's filet fish sandwich. I love a McDonald's filet of fish sandwich. You do? Yeah, I think it's great. Now, if I was thinking about what was in it, I probably wouldn't eat it, but it's the flavor is great. Yeah. It's delicious. With ketchup on it? Yeah. It, and the slice of cheese, I never get the sauce because I don't like the sauce. I w- would say, I can say confidently that my favorite McDonald's meal is an ice cold Coke, of course. Perfectly cooked McDonald's fries because perfectly cooked and perfectly salted, perfectly cooked and salted McDonald's fries and a filet of fish sandwich. Yeah. But I I used to also put French fries on my filet of fish sandwich with the ketchup. Oh yeah. That could be good. It was a solid flavor combo. And I think my second favorite fast food meal would be a a Wendy's number one, which is the single. Mm -hmm. See, Wendy's didn't even make the list, but then fries, but you get a frosty as the drink and you can dip the fries in the frosty. Wendy's by default is like, is my favorite because only because of their Twitter page. If you're not following Wendy's on Twitter, whoever handles their social media is absolutely hilarious and they troll their customers and it's Awesome. The uh, top five full service restaurants. Um, number five, Red Lobster. Number four. Red Lobster? Uh-huh. Um, number four, all you can eat shrimp and the little cheddar biscuits. So mm-hmm. good. Uh, number four, Olive Garden, which Callie has never had a meal at. No. Uh, number three, Cracker Barrel. Number two, Texas Roadhouse. Number one, Longhorn Steakhouse. I don't think I want to live in a country where Cracker Barrel is third. That's offensive. <laughs> it should be number one. It should be number one. Like who, and down, not even the food, but like the food, the servers, the, how they have little stars on their apron for how long they've been there. The gift shop, the whole Cracker Barrel experience is like a, not a sitcom because it's not funny, but it's. You don't go to Cracker Barrel just for the food. It's an experience. It's an experience. Like the fact that the decor in a Cracker Barrel is just crap from your grandpa's back garage. Yes. Nailed to the wall. I can't believe Cracker Barrel over. No, it didn't beat out Red Lobster. Come on. Uh, Yeah, Cracker Barrel did. Red Lobster was five. Deeply offended by this. Uh, Okay. My second random thing is a guy's seductive look is actually a turnoff. 
The University of Michigan studied this and it said that women perceived men who lower their eyelids to be more promiscuous, less caring, and poorer as potential fathers. As a result, Mm -hmm. they were shunned not only as prospective husbands, but also casual hookup partners. Do you have a sexy face? (laughs) 24-7. Look at this. My third random thing is it is a myth that a dog's mouth is dirtier than a human. Uh, There's no basis for that. And uh, a human and a dog have mouths that are full of bacteria and both contain the roughly the same number. There are more than 100 different germs in dog and cat saliva that can make you sick. Excuse me. I would like you to call on me, please. What? I know what you're going to say. And it's what am I going to say? You're going to bring up Sadie. Yeah, I am going to bring up Sadie because that statistic does not apply. That data does not apply to our beagle. And why doesn't it apply? You catch a beagle eating her sister's poop a couple times and (laughs) all of a sudden she's a poop eater. She is such a poop eater and I do not not believe. She's not such a poop eater. We caught her last week. She could have. No, 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 no. We caught, we knew her breath has smelled for weeks, maybe months. And we didn't like, couldn't really, we're like, I wonder why it's so bad. Is her teeth rotting? Whatever. Then I caught her eating her sister's poop. And it's been like at every time Lily poops, Sadie eats it kind of thing. And it's so disgusting. And so, yes. But you're taking her to the vet. So we can yeah. find it because, because that's a, a nutritional deficiency, right? Well, the internet says it is, but who knows? I got to go to the vet. Yeah. Like maybe all we got to do is crack an egg on our food or something. It actually said that, um, what the, what a lot of vets do. And I heard this from my Instagram friends too, is we'll have to sprinkle some stuff on Lily's food to make Lily's poop smell like less of a delicacy to Sadie. So she won't want to eat it, which is like, I can't even, <laughs> Uh, that's funny. All right. Uh, those are my three random things. Uh, I want to end the show today telling Callie that tomorrow you are in for a treat. Okay. What's my treat? I actually, or this is like a Jeff's brilliant idea. I am going to make you for the show. We will enjoy during tomorrow's episode of the upside homemade ice cream. And you know how good my homemade ice cream is. What's the catch? There is no catch. Well, I mean, you have to pick which flavor I make, but there is no catch. Okay. What are the flavor options? Um, Ketchup, mayo, or barbecue sauce. Why are you making me eat these things? Heinz. I will will throw up. Heinz has released recipes because apparently July is National Ice Cream Month or something. Heinz has released recipes for making homemade ice cream using their ketchup, using their mayo, or using their barbecue sauce. I actually don't think barbecue would be that bad, but if I smell it and I don't like it, you're going to have to be the one eating it because I'm going to pull the pregnant pass and no. say, yes, I will literally throw up on you the show. You will not throw up. I It'll will. Be, no, you won't. It'll be delicious. You had barbecue sauce two nights ago. Not in ice cream. It, but you like barbecue sauce. I do, but I also used to like ground beef. If I smell it and get a whiff of it and it turns me off, you're eating it. And you like ice cream. Mm. So what's not to like about the marriage of those two? Mm. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. You know what I feel like I should have asked you about, but just kind of let float right by? What? 
You referred to Lily's poop as being a delicacy. That's because that's what the article said. That dogs think the poop of other dogs are is a delicacy? Mm-hmm. That makes me really upset that we spend 25 bucks for a sack of food when all she can do is eat poop and that's a treat to her. Yeah, true story. It's a dog's life. Hi guys, it's Robin. I just had to pause today's episode talking about Callie's geriatric pregnancy. I think I had my son right before I turned 36. I had a miscarriage in between the two of them and then I had my daughter, I think I had just turned 38 and she was born a few months later. And not once did any of my doctors make any comment about me being geriatric age for a pregnancy. It's sad that they keep saying that. And that's, you're not old. I would have loved to have been a few years younger when I had kids because I'm tired. <laughs> I love you guys and love the show. Bye. You know about one of my favorite shoe brands, Rothy's. And what I love about them, well, there's a lot that I love about them. One of the things I love about them is that they're so comfortable. So they're flats that you can wear. I wear them eight hours a day at work. No blisters, no discomfort. They are the most comfortable shoe that I own and you're going to love them. Here's another thing I love about this company. They make the shoes out of water bottles, like one-time use water bottles that otherwise would have wound up in landfill. So you can really feel good about where you're putting money with this brand. And I recommend the loafer style. That's my absolute favorite. I have the cheetah print. I have them in black and also in camo. I love all three of them so much. And it really is one of my favorite pairs of shoes, maybe of all time. They also have added bags. They also have summer shoes. There's a sandal line up there. If you haven't been to their website in a while, you want to check that out as well. Go to rothys.com slash upside. Again, that's R-O-T com slash upside. Jeff Dollar. This is Michelle from Buford. My, it's Monday. My voicemail was the first one that you played after the podcast. And here is what I have to say. I have always not enjoyed listening to my voice on answering machines. I always felt like I didn't sound, I sounded like someone different. And you made me sound so great. I know that sound quality to you is so important. So I'm calling to let you know that a thousand percent, your podcast has the best sound quality. I listened to a few and yours is the best, hands down. Thank you for making me sound smart <laughs> and that like I don't have a really thick Southern accent, which I don't feel like I do. So appreciative of you and Callie and everything that y'all do. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Emily from Sandy Springs, Georgia. A friend of mine has sold washing machines for years for Whirlpool and Maytag and other companies. And the cold setting is just what comes out of your tap. The cool setting is bringing a little bit of that warm water. Um, she did tell me that um, most detergents need a little bit of warm. It has to be a certain temperature to activate. I heard you say that's not true anymore, but that's not what she told me yesterday. So I don't know which one of those is accurate, but that is the difference between cold and cool. Have a great day. I cannot believe the girl that called in about the Taco Bell sauce. Like, how weird is that? My Kroger still does not have the Taco Bell taco sauce. 
and it's really cramped on my Taco Tuesday style because we have tacos pretty much once a week. Hey, it's Trishelle. Yesterday when you were talking about Unsolved Mysteries, I had to pause it, take it into my husband's office, and I was like, listen, because we love murder shows. Um, so he was, like, all excited, and he's like, we need to watch the old ones, too. And so, like, later in the day, I told him, I said, I cannot wait for our date tomorrow. And he's like, wait, what? And I was like, Unsolved Mysteries, like, very exciting. Okay, but one thing. You listen to Crime Junkie this week because they said the episode that they did this week is the first episode of Unsolved Mysteries, and then they kept referencing Unsolved the Unsolved Mysteries episode in their in their episode, and I'm like, did they get early access to all of this? Because, I mean, you're ranked higher than them on the podcast. Like, you're obviously more important. Uh, I love them too, but you know, love you guys more. Um, so I'm just I'm just super excited. Thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing this to my attention because uh, love a murder show. Okay, bye. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward.